Uh, so I played Paradise Killer. Wow, you just cracked Sorry. it right when I had to announce my show, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going to retake it. Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Greger. And I am Nolan Lorch. We're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For this month, it's a little bit different, though. Every December, we throw a little a little uh, a hitch in there where we pick our own game of the show. Yeah, we do. Uh, so Eric played her story. I played Star Wars Squadrons, and Nolan played Paradise Killer. Mm-hmm. which yeah. we'll get get into later um, all, all very different games very very different, different. <laughs> very different games <laughs> um before we get the show going we just gotta quickly uh cover our housekeeping if you guys could share the podcast leave us any reviews on apple Podcasts. that really helps us out and you, you know what it's 2021 so a quick little new year's resolution you uh do that you leave us for a podcast share the share the podcast or leave us a review and you can check that off and say 2021 we did it right it's so easy it is you don't have to work out you don't have to set, no. a, set a schedule don't have to diet don't have to uh quit anything <laughs> you could keep you, doing those hard drugs and give us a review <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> um you can send us any feedback to videogamerations at gmail.com. We want to know what you guys think about the show, what you think about the games we are playing, any games you want to play in the future. Send that all over to our Gmail. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at VGRations. And we have a Discord where we're looking for games, talking about games, talking about all sorts of random other shit. It all happens on the Discord. And That's you true. can find that link in our Twitter bio. Um, also we get some really cool random emails, uh, <laughs> from our podcast. One said we are ranking very well in Slovenia. Just, just thought we'd know, should know. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Not a spam email at all. It was for us from SoundCloud. Uh, it's, um, like one of those random podcast websites that just try and get you to sign up for something. Oh, very nice. Very but nice. Shout out to Slovenia. Yeah. Shout out what's, indeed. What's up, Sylvania? <laughs> uh guys, happy happy new year. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. What have all y'all been playing over the holiday break? Uh I'll I'll go last because it might be the longest one. Okay. Okay. Nolan, do you have anything? I will yeah, I do. Um <laughs> it's, I've been playing um a little bit of Tarkov. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they wiped the servers. They added some, a bunch of new content and I have been playing just a, just a smidgen of that. Uh, I have not been playing very much game, very many games this month to be honest, but, uh, they dropped it like on Christmas Eve. So it was like a little Christmas gift to everyone who plays Tarkov. Mm. Um, cause when they wipe the servers, it's like 
everyone they wipe your characters so everyone starts at level zero the the playing field is has been leveled and that um the first couple weeks is like really really fun because you're just you're not fighting anyone who's like got fat armor or like a super meta like a meta build uh m4 or anything like that so it's good if you like not that that game has emotes in it but if you purchase emotes they don't wipe that kind of stuff right uh they do not um they do have emotes um and the form of voice lines and they but you don't have to purchase them so Mm. so they also uh laid out a roadmap for the rest of the year and they have they're pretty notorious for not sticking to deadlines because is that from Christmas Eve to <laughs> December thirty first or twenty twenty one roadmap? We did uh, it. <laughs> 20, a a twenty twenty one roadmap. Um, they're trying to they're really trying to wrap up the game mm-hmm. and some of the stuff they're going to be adding sounds really cool. So nice, I'm that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, I have been trying to fill a cyberpunk hole a sized hole in my heart. Um, since that game released and I returned it. Uh, so I download, re-downloaded Red Dead Redemption 2 on my Xbox. I really wanted to see what that game looked like in 4K uh, with all the fancy HDR and all that stuff. And goddamn, that game looks beautiful. That game does look good. So I played a little bit of the story and then hopped on to Red Dead Online with my good buddy Kevin because I haven't played Red Dead Online since the original launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to see like what they added and changed. Uh, <laughs> and we actually finished the whole story side of red dead online. Oh, um, really? Yep. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> really? <laughs> they haven't changed much. I mean, so they added a bunch of roles like, um, bounty hunters and stuff like that, but those are all locked behind gold bars so you have to pay for those rolls if you haven't earned the gold bars and those are quite the grind and the rolls cost between 15 to 20 dollars um and it's still kind of just dead compared to like the single player they're like there's not much going on in the red dead online story you have to frequently travel like across the map which takes 15, 15 minutes maybe yeah um and there's just it's not as populated as the regular single player campaign. Like when you're doing that in the single player, it's fine because you run across strangers or random shit happens, you get jumped. You know, none of that stuff happens in the online version. So it's kind of just a slog. Um mm-hmm. and then the last campaign mission is a copy and paste from one of the big bank robberies from the from the campaign. So that really? was like, yeah. So that was like, oh, I've done this. Huh. It was an exact copy and paste. So that was a bummer. That's a, that's a bummer. Um, so then I wrapped that up and I downloaded Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I've played probably 12 hours of that. And I probably have more, more to say about that game than Star Wars Squadrons, to be honest. <laughs> Are you having a good time with it? I am having a great time with it. Okay. Nice. A great That's time. Good to hear. Uh it's a rough first couple hours. Uh but is man, it, what? Sorry. Is it because you have to deal with all the the 
future meta part <laughs> no there there is actually like none of that there's only like a brief cutscene in the beginning and when you pick your character you're picking like whose dna you're gonna play as because i think could be uh, wrong but i think it's the first assassin's creed where you get to play as a man or a woman mm-hmm. um so they explain that a little bit because normally it's like your dna you're directly tied to an ancestor right. or something like that yeah um but once you get past like the first island in the game, it is mm-hmm. way more interesting. There's a ton of like cool shit going on. You get uh you get a boat like you do in uh Black Flag, so you're driving around in your boat with your crew. There's conquest battles, so there's like sections of the island that's owned by the Spartans or the Athenians, and you're a mercenary, so you're kind of constantly like playing both sides. Mm-hmm. Um which you earn a bunch of loot that way. I got to a part where you found out like this massive cult that is kind of like running the politics of Greece and you have to uncover who they are and assassinate all of them. Mm, Um, So there's a bunch of cool, fun shit going on in there, Um, which made me dive a little bit into like the Assassin's Creed series a little bit. Like what is going on? Why people like this game so much more than others? Because Mm -hmm. This game came out the year after Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn in 2018. So this was nominated Game of the Year along with Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, God of War, Celeste, and Monster Hunter World. So it was up there with those games according to like the Game Awards. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I was just a little curious about like the history and stuff. Uh, and the game mechanics and obviously some people like some versions better than other others like the newer ones like origins and odyssey dive way more into like an rpg type of game which this one definitely is and then valhalla from what i read seems to be like a big step back to like assassin's creed unity which is like i don't know a while ago before they kind of went more rpg so they Mm -hmm. just swing like all over the place (laughs) like counter correct and correct and you know adjust so it's a bit of a mess but um and i haven't played since black flag but i'm having a a real good time with this one i have two two quick little story things i want to tell you guys about it's crazy it's crazy you say that and i'm like google just odyssey and like one of the first reviews is (laughs) after assassin's creed origin uh this game is a disappointment so it's it's interesting that people are also uh, go both ways on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like talking to Kevin. Kevin's big into Assassin's Creed. Like he doesn't like the RPG stuff. So he hated Origins and Odyssey. Uh, but, but people love these ones compared to the other ones. And I've had interest in diving into this game for a while just because on game scoop a couple uh people that are on there frequently that i trust their opinion on video games they keep uh referencing this game and talking about it Hmm. um and they said that they liked odyssey better than valhalla so that's why i wanted to die back into odyssey and give it a little try uh but one point where i was like this game is is really good it's funny uh the first island there's this uh bully on there People call him the Cyclops because he only has one eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't like it when people call him the Cyclops. So you have a mission where you have to sneak into his like little base and steal his his fake eye and then or his like glass eye. And then 
before you leave that island, you go encounter him and like you're just talking to him and randomly like a goat walks across the screen and I just thought it was like janky. I was like, what is this goat doing there? (laughs) But she grabs, she pulls out the Cyclops eye and shoves it up the goat's ass. (laughs) And it's like, well, you better go get your eye. And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like it has like a really good uh, character and and charm and writing and humor and stuff. Um, There's some great romance options in this game. there's there's a there's a side quest where this lady wanted me to collect some herbs and stuff because her husband isn't lasting as long as she would like Mm. so you you collect the herbs and you bring it to her and the husband's there and he's like oh no you you didn't he's like i can't do it he's like i'm just too old and then one of your dialogue options is like well what if i help you out so then you you go in the hut with this and she's like oh i've never been with a mercenary before like why not she goes in the hut with them and like they do the whole thing where like it's night and then it's day or and then morning and then it's day and then it's night again and then it's the next day and she comes (laughs) out and she's like she should be good for a while (laughs) so (laughs) it's good it's 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 hilarious uh i uh i had a similar um mission when i played valhalla where you come across a couple living in a town and they are struggling with their love life and they want to spice it up and since you're a viking raider they invite you in to smash all their pots and catch their hut (laughs) on fire while they so they can get some a little excitement you know that does sound exciting uh Uh, so Those and missions. then and then I I walked away and the house just burned down with a minute. So <laughs> oh no, I know I was like, oh, well, I don't know if that was supposed to happen, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. The RPG stuff's cool. It's good. There's a wide variety. There's a huge amount of stuff to do uh, in it. So I'll be playing it for a good little while. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Is that on Game Pass? No. It was on what sale. Was it, Sta- I think I- was it Stadia that was that their big starting game, or was that the new one? Uh, it was on. That was the one that um, when Stadia came out. That was right when uh, that game came out. That's what I thought. Because so. mm. I know they were marketing heavily for one of those games. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was uh, able to. I picked it up on sale. It was like I think it was fifteen dollars or something like that. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, uh, I have been playing a lot of Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. You know, that hit game that's been hyped for eight years. Yep. <laughs> uh, Should have been nine years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nolan was right. We can give him all the credit. Thank you. Unfortunately so. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's been a rough uh rough month. Has it been a month already? Uh, it when came out December came? it came out December tenth. So almost so, a month. Almost. Yeah. Uh I'm having a blast with it. <laughs> and that's to say it took about three weeks for me to actually like play it. <laughs> uh but now I am running it fine. Oh, you uh, mean like to get your settings cr- dialed in? Not only the settings, they whatever the hotfix was that came out, mm-hmm. I think it was like eight or nine days ago from when we were recording this. So that hotfix to like 
finally fix what was whatever happening with that game that made it so I couldn't like run it. Mm-hmm. Also, like cranking down all the settings because I can I can do most of the settings on medium, mm-hmm. and I just had to like turn down the crowd because the crowd is bogs down the, the whole thing, and then uh, turn off some like resolution stuff. And it, it it doesn't run as well as it would run on Priorsnol, but um, it runs well enough that I can like play it uh, pretty. Um, pretty optimally it feels good nice uh, but yeah it's it's been a blast I think I got like 30 hours probably 10 of those hours is uh, in the settings menu <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah having a good time I like when it came out I purchased it on the um, PlayStation 4 and we all quickly realized that was the worst way to do it Woo. yeah yeah <laughs> So I returned it. Uh, luckily, it didn't open it. But there's like an article that dropped like a day before it came out. And I think, Brian, you sent it to me. And thank God you sent it to me because I probably would have cracked that open and uh, been real disappointed. Had, no, that was the day it came out because they, well, CD Projekt Red famously did not allow any reviewers uh, physical copies of the game. So... So nobody knew until it came out. It was just because our Amazon delivery showed up so late that yeah. people were able to play it on console and able to see that it runs like dog shit on consoles. Yeah. But yeah. didn't like didn't someone leak it like a week earlier or something? Too? Well, there there was a couple copies that got out into the wild early, but that was pre-patch. So people were thinking that, oh yeah, there's going to be this gigantic patch that fixes all those issues, but it yeah. obviously didn't yeah i have an xbox series x i ordered the xbox version uh and i played all the way up to the title sequence and a little bit past that um and i you know i don't think there wasn't very many problems the xbox running the game i think it's just like a way far less than optimal experience like it was as far as i can tell no frame rate drops and from like the analysis i watched that that the Series X and PS5 versions are like the best way to play if you happen to be playing on console. Um, but even then, like, there's some things look absolutely great. Like the city and environments and stuff looks looks fantastic. And then you turn around the corner and there's just some thing that is like not fully fleshed out that just like pull was pulling my focus away from the game. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, even like the characters don't look as finished as everything else does, which when it's such a heavy, like dialogue focused game, I just was like, I'm going to put this down and wait until the next gen patch comes out in a couple months. Hopefully everything's ironed out. You know, mm-hmm. it might not even be a couple months, it might even be like the summer or something like that based on all the work that they have to do. Um, so I returned my, my copy for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and am gonna wait to see what happens. I mean, I'm pretty frustrated with the whole the whole thing from by about like how the game was talked about and hidden in reviews and from the press and all that stuff. So I wanted to speak with my wallet a little bit and return it, even though I opened it. Amazon mm-hmm. let me return it. So that's nice that they yeah, let me that, return it. That's 
that's good that they allowed all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean my my machine's like pretty old. My graphics card's the newest thing on it, and it I didn't have any problem, and it's probably just because PC, but like the texture stuff, like stuff would pop in and out, but not noticeably. Like some of the videos I was watching, like some buildings weren't even like fully textured, and like the whole garbage. Like, you'd look at two garbage sacks, and one of them was, like, some reason not textured, and one is. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I I didn't get any of that. And then um, the only thing I had was, like, f- the frame rate issue was, like, my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Just because it has so many, like, when you get that game in the right light, it looks so good. Yep. And yeah. then when it's just not working, it looks like complete trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, I had fun with a lot of the stuff that I was doing and playing in that game, but I was just thinking that, you know, I have this uh, new next-gen console that it's just going to be worth waiting mm-hmm. a couple months and playing it, like, once everything's fully figured out and, and dialed in. So, yeah, yeah well, hopefully, it, hopefully. I mean, it might it might never flush out <laughs> like yeah. some other games. I, like, that. that's the crazy thing is I think, I think it, that it's more of a story game which is crazy to think so i've been kind of playing it pretty slow i'm not like going in action heavy so i will be curious to see how if you're playing it like from an action point your character i want to see how it runs on the next gen with that what what do you mean you haven't been doing i've been doing a lot of stealth which oh okay so it it hasn't been bogging down too much because i just kind of sneak around yeah. So I want yeah. I want to see it like full on action sequence with like tons of characters mm-hmm. on the screen and stuff. Yeah. Which yeah, I haven't I, I haven't watched yet. I I didn't have any issues with like the action sequences on the the Series X. Frame rate and performance weren't a problem. It was mostly just uh the overall graphical quality of some things compared to others which pulled me out of it and just the amount of like bugs is just crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And yeah. there, there was one sequence that we were talking about where I thought the whole thing was bugged, and that was just the gameplay. Like, well, I it was, was a, it's the it was like scene. a in-game cutscene. It wasn't right, right. But I, you're, sh- I'm shooting at uh, like characters, and there's no like hit marks registering, or and it doesn't look like I'm doing any damage. And you can just literally sit there, and the whole sequence will just play out. Like yeah. you don't have to do anything, <laughs> which they have you like shooting um, and doing all sorts of like pressing buttons to like dodge and stuff and it was just whack <laughs> it was completely whack that that whole sequence which is blows my mind it's in the beginning and it's it's crap it's so bad yeah like why but, wasn't that fixed it's the first like one of the first things you end up doing just the car chase though not like the yeah yeah not like the whole heist mission because the heist no. is great the heist yeah. was good yep i was like the whole time i was like in the actual mission i was like this is fucking awesome i can't yeah but yeah no that uh i on i think the all the chase sections are fucking garbage yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like, some this- other like pre-scripted event stuff too that's not good later and it's i think that's the weakest point of the game like i, w- I was sitting in a car with someone for a ride and you can skip the car rides but i'm like i'll just sit here and listen to people we didn't yeah. talk the entire car ride <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah, I mean, it, I really enjoyed all the story beats and the characters and stuff were great. Yeah. So I'm hoping that a lot of the stuff gets fixed and me too. It's I, a more enjoyable game. This game, I had 
I played quite a bit of it as well early on this month. Um, I was pretty disappointed. Not the bugs don't bother me as much. I'm, I think I play most of my games on PC and I play a lot of like early access games. I'm pretty used to just a little jankiness, but man, there's like no characterization of the city. You go, you just drive around. I was, I was thinking about this with the Witcher and the Witcher three and that game like feels lived in. Like they did a very good job of like world building in um, the Witcher and I was expecting something kind of similar to that in this game, but like from what I could tell, a lot of there's just not a lot to be said about the characters around you. Like, like you you're walking through like a like a busy um, food cart hut area, and just no one no one says anything. It's just yeah, no one looks at you. No one like there's nothing going on. They're just kind of milling around, or like mm. I don't know. It's just it's weird. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like, I it does open up like once you get through the um you know the um titles, Ti- yeah, titles it does open up. But like, it's almost like the game's just not interested in you doing anything but like raiding gangs and doing the main story. And the main yeah. story is, from what I've played, pretty awesome. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best part about the game. But There's like, some cool side missions though too. Yeah, the. Yeah, I've played a couple side missions that are pretty awesome too, but I haven't come across anything like I haven't come across any stories like in the in the world that uh like I guess has like uh made the city feel alive. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2 does this really good too, like when you go into a city or when you go into that one um I think it's the second town kind of in like the Georgia area. There's like a guy who becomes a deputy and they just like you're you walk by they step out of the the um sheriff's office and then they're arguing and one like accidentally looks at his gun and like shoots himself but it's just yeah. like a it's a little scene and you can come across it multiple times but it there's like these little nuggets of things that you come across that make it feel you know alive alive yeah. and yeah. I've only come across one guy in this game, one character um, that I randomly came across. He gave me a mission. I don't really want to spoil it, but he gave me a mission. He needed me to drive him somewhere. I tried to find a car, and then it, it, I just failed the mission. Like, he didn't follow <laughs> me or anything, and then he was gone. And I was like, this is, what the fuck? Yeah, I went from Cyberpunk directly to Red Dead Redemption 2, and yeah, you're right. Like just going through the world traveling, like people say hi and you know, you can run into so much random shit. Whereas yeah. cyberpunk doesn't have any of that going on. Yeah. Um, and just even how you get the side missions is, was maddening to me. Like you're just, I wanted to drive around the city and yeah. just each time you go into a new district, like people are like calling, calling your phone oh, and yeah. that's, that's how you get the side missions, which yeah. was like all the missions. So lame unlock like as soon as you get out of that tile screen you get like 20 calls yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like and who you, are these people yeah there's like no context to them and like i was like how am i supposed to remember all this yeah. stuff thankfully like there's a, the breakdown is in the uh journal or whatever where, where you right. look at the side quest but that's i looked at it directly after and it was maybe like 15 percent of the conversation <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. then everybody tries to sell you a car at the end of it 
It's like what? I do. I do like the selling of cars. Oh, the car like, thing is great. I got it's also super dumb. <laughs> I got my uh, my sweet uh, buggy again, and it's fucking awesome. Mm, nice. Um, but again, I had a blast playing it. Uh, yeah. Like I just ran around and was like fighting gangs, and I got a snipe like a tech sniper rifle. That's freaking dope, and that was all great. It just um, I was. It got to a point where I wanted to play more story and I was playing a mission and it was having like this really pretty incredibly sweet moment. And I mean, sweet as in like tender, not as in like (laughs) badass. And there was just, I alerted a guard um, before I went into the room and throughout the whole cutscene, you could hear him talking, like looking for me. (laughs) Oh, I have that happen a lot. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to wait because hopefully they that's the kind of stuff that they iron out, you know? Yeah. I finished a mission last night and was like in the van, like leaving. And that guy was still like, I'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm done, dude. I finished it. There are some good, man, they're like uh, Highlight Reel released a, a Christmas video or Christmas episode. And it is almost, it is 99% 99% cyberpunk with one NFL uh, clip at the very end. It's very good of just like people um, cars, like getting flipped on their side, then characters getting out of the car. They're still oriented horizontal and they'll walk up, they'll walk <laughs> into the sky and then they'll, they, then like there's something that says like, Oh, you're, you're not, you're not oriented to the world. And then they just like, boop, they just pop vertical. <laughs> it's really good. Weird. So I like I my main main beef besides all the bugs and stuff is just there's so many other games like this that have done it better, and it feels oh. like they didn't learn anything. No. Yeah. Because I, I like what was it la- two months ago? I was playing the Outer Worlds on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and that game does such a good job with just like all the RPG stuff and breaking down stuff and. Um, I think I was mentioning to you guys like the consumables in Cyberpunk are so dumb. You can't use them in battle. You have to use them before you go to battle. Like in games like the Outer Worlds, you just have like a hot, quick, like quick um, yeah. access button, and you just yeah. hit it, and you could like yeah. be drinking that jungle juice while you're fighting. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, you do have a hot, you have a hot key for um, consumables. It's, consumables. it's just for your meds, though. Yeah. But yeah. I don't mind the – I like the prepping for battle thing. Like, they did that in The Witcher. Like, you meditate and you take your potions before you – because you know always – you typically know what you're getting into. But I don't – I didn't see how that worked in this game. It it doesn't because it's like yeah. if you get seen by someone, then it's like it's all over. Yeah. Then you have to, like, find a way to, like, hide or, like, yeah. erase their memory. <clears throat> well, they can also see you through walls, so <laughs> – they, they fixed it. They fixed did that. Did they? Yeah, that oh, was nice. one of the main. That was one of the main things they fixed in the last bug. Uh, oh, patch. Well, then maybe I'll hop back in because that was the thing that kind of stopped me from. Yeah, if you if you load up the last patch, man, you'll you'll be in a better place. Okay. Okay. Want to talk about g- some positive news? Yeah, good news. Good <laughs> news. Uh, so we 
typically do this every December where we talk about our, we, we give out our VGR awards more or less, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. talk about our favorite VGR games that we played this year. Um, and any other personal favorites that stand out who would like to go first? Uh, I can just do a quick, um, yeah, just looking through a list of games we played. Um, I have two that stand out. Um, okay. But I will pick one of them. Um, I was going to say Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Was dope. That dope. was dope. I thought that was kind of under radar <clears throat> sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, but then I'd go Control mm. mainly for just original IP. And um, the me- I thought the mechanics in it were super fun. And the story was really weird and awesome. Yeah. yeah. So was that your favorite game we played this uh, year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, there, I mean, Last of Us Two. I think probably the best story. And then if I'm saying like, um, mm. kind of like arcadey game, I go Hades. Like mm-hmm. fun, like game I'll keep playing. I'll say Hades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Control, I think, is my favorite. Like mix of all that stuff: story, action, and it looked really cool. Nice. Uh, I am with you. Control was my favorite game that we played, um, this year, um, with Outer Wilds and Kentucky Route Zero being hot on its tail. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. hey, Hades is also up there, obviously, but, um, I just, I've been following Kentucky Route Zero for so long. And I really, really enjoyed that game. And Outer Wilds just tickled like such a fun exploration like bug for me. And same thing with Control. Control was just weird and awesome. And like I couldn't stop playing it. I loved it so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to split my award up into AAA and Indie. <laughs> And I, I have to give a, a shout out to us because we played some bangers this year. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. I, we say that we say this every year, yeah. but damn, we only played like looking at the list, like one or two games that I was just like not super stoked on, but yeah. they weren't bad games though. No, I I think the the ones that I didn't like was Detroit and Bloodroots. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's it. that's the same. That's the same for me. And they, were, um, and they weren't that bad. They were just kind of no. like, meh. Yeah. I think Bloodroots, in my opinion, just uh, felt a little unfinished. Yeah. Um, it felt a little sloppy to me. Yeah. Uh, AAA of the year goes to Control. Because that game is fucking sick. Yep. <laughs> I, I want to play. I still want to play Alan Wake and dive into the Control DLC. That is yeah. going to be on my to-do list hopefully soon ish maybe oh they got that weird package thing coming out for next gen that you'll have to rebuy the game or whatever yeah but i also could buy controls on game pass so i could just play the last gen version and just pay for the dlc through there if i if i wanted to um i mean the last gen version is basically next gen that game yeah it's yeah same <laughs> yeah good. it ran pretty well on my base ps4 so i imagine my xbox series x will do just fine um and then 
best indie, it's got to be a tie between Outer Wilds and Hades. Because I'm right up there with Nolan. Like, the sense of exploration in Outer Wilds was awesome. Yeah. And then Hades was just an amazing game. It was very good. And I keep... Usually I don't play much of our VGR games after uh, we've gone through them. But Hades, I have gone back a couple times. Yeah. yeah. And it's still good. Still good. I was going to say, my least definitely goes to uh bloodroots and detroit but I, I like i liked spirit fair but i did get like i deleted it after we recorded mm. i don't see myself going back and playing it so mm. i put it lower on my list well you did you did have to replay that intro twice oh, true. Too, so. i had to play it like three yeah. times <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was a good game i just don't see myself like for sim games going, um going like back. farm sim games yeah i don't see yeah. myself going back yeah it's uh, uh I, just an added note. Alicia finished it. She pretty oh, nice. quickly. Oh yeah, <laughs> she she, she, uh, she was texting me when she got near the end. Yeah, it was good. She she finished it real fast. The cool thing about that game, like you you can play like Animal Crossing, you can play Stardew Valley forever. But uh, yeah, this one's just like it's light. It's got an ending. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Uh, so along with our game of the year awards uh there was an actual game awards <laughs> of 2020 no they're like the grammys to our oscars is that the same oh. thing no, the... isn't one movies and one music yes yeah, they're the daytime <laughs> television to our oscars no that's giving too much credit to oscars <laughs> they're exactly the oscars <laughs> Uh, so the Game Awards 2020 happened. Um, Last of Us Part Two uh, won a, a ton of awards: Game of the Year, Best Narrative, uh, Best Performance, uh, Best Game Direction, Best Audio Design, tons of stuff. Yeah, uh, the other ones were Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Half Life Alex. A <laughs> uh, little bummed that uh, Last of Us won so much stuff. To be honest, yeah, it should have I- won. The perf- the performances were great. I understand why it won that. Audio in it's really good. What did it win? Audio? The audio, yeah, it won best audio, audio design. design. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was a it was a little disappointing and to be expected. I would say. I I would say the the biggest things and it goes for again movies as well as the division between like an indie and a and a big AAA and like. Hades is up there for game of the year, but it's also in for best indie, you know, and they won the best indie award, but mm-hmm. would, would they ever win the game of the year with, against I, those other triple A's? I mean, I would hope so. I, me too. I, I don't know how the, I think control winning criteria. La- I think control winning last year was really awesome because they're not a, they're triple a, but they're definitely a smaller studio. And I w- it's not something I would have expected to win. I yeah, I mean, it's hard to fight dollar for dollar as an indie versus you know a triple A. Even when you just talk talk of things uh, like marketing, so even just Hades getting the nod for uh, or a nomination for Game of the Year, I think is huge. Yeah. Oh, sure. it's huge for their studio too. It's a step in the in the right direction, I think. And it got best indie, best action game. And was there another one? No, but it got a couple other nominations. Eight, nine total nominations. I think best score, I thought it was going to be Hades, but it was Final Fantasy VII Remake. So mm. I haven't played that one. I can't speak to the They uh, They redid all the one, music but. in, like, or, like, orchestra redid all mm. the Final Fantasy music, and I hear it's yeah. amazing. So mm. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. I can only imagine. Final Fantasy usually has some pretty banging tracks. It does. Yeah. It does. But Hades was good. Hades I would was get good. to those boss battles and I was like, yeah, baby, here <laughs> we go. It's great. Yeah, pump, pumps you up. Anything else you guys want to talk about the Game Awards? Best sports racing. That's a nod to uh, one of my honorable mentions for the year. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah. That was That's great. Um among us won a couple couple awards which is cool yeah they did especially since it's like three or four people Mm -hmm. um and that game you know has a big resurgence this year so did among us come out before this year it did i didn't know that i thought it came out this year i think it came out in yeah 2018 oh damn i was gonna say i thought it's been out for a while yep uh they were, I think that from what I saw, they were working on an Among Us 2, and that was supposed to come out this year. But then at the beginning of the year, like Among Us had a huge resurgence. So they decided to not make the sequel at all and just focus on adding stuff to the first one. So a little change in direction there. Well, it's even like there's the category best community support, and that's games that have been out forever. Yeah. Like, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's mm-hmm. Sky. Mm-hmm. Games for service. And Fall Guys won that one. That's... Yeah, and I think that's probably also a testament to like this year being like a fun new game to play. Mm-hmm. Have you guys mm-hmm. played that at all? Have they added it? I played it a couple times. Uh, yeah, I, times. I, yeah, I found it a little boring to play by myself, but I imagine if you got in there with a group of people, it would be pretty fun. But Yeah. We never were able to get around to it. Yeah, I played it like three or four times. Like different sessions, not total three or four times, but Yeah. Yeah, um, super cool. Their 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 community is super fun though, if you get on their Twitter. Yeah, their tw- <laughs> their Twitter's hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um so I guess most anticipated game would link into uh the announcements. Mm-hmm. So we'll I'll just say most anticipated game was Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's funny. Doesn't surprise me really. Um no people haven't seen there hasn't been much shown on that game, right? Not No. I've been seeing yeah, the, some stuff pop up, but I don't know if it's just old stuff. It it could just be its concept art has been leaked. <laughs> yeah. Um so there was a, a lot of announcements coming up one of my my, the thing i was most excited for was perfect dark i don't know if it's going to be good but i hope it's good and that's uh, that's all i (laughs) all i can say really the trailer was great uh i didn't think it was going to be perfect dark um until i can't remember what the last couple sentences are or what they were uh in that trailer but it got me excited that game's gonna be a long ways out i think oh yeah for sure it i'm cautiously optimistic yeah there are some really cool looking indie games too um there was yeah what about that trailer for it takes two was oh the, yeah the, yeah oh that actually the, looks really funny like yeah cute like yeah i forgot about that one good departure from uh that other the brothers one or whatever it was called people way out i think people like that yeah. game too though no i think it's yeah. good it's i it's just such a different game oh yeah and the one he did before that was like a tale of two brothers, I think. Yep. 
A uh, Tale of Two Sons. Brothers, oh. A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, okay. There you go. I, I do want to play A Way Out sometime. I've heard it's pretty fun. Just a little... Sh- I, I think it's kind of a shorter co-op experience, but um, it would be um, fun to I'm, do. I'd say I'm most excited for that Callisto Protocol. It's supposed to be a spiritual successor to Dead Space. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Set but in set, set in the PUBG <laughs> universe mm-hmm. for some yeah. reason. Don't know why that's a thing. Yeah, that was an interesting yeah. tidbit that yep. was added. Sounds like a recipe for a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Glenn Schofield had previously co-created Dead Space series. So Open Roads, which was the Fulbright. Um, it's a new game from Fulbright. They made mm-hmm. um, T- Tacoma and Gone Home, which were mm-hmm. great little games. Um, Disco Elysium Final Cut announcement. Um, which is the remaster of Disco Elysium with all the voice acting included. Like they're Mm -hmm. adding a bunch of new voices. I played a little bit of it and it's super good. And the voice acting is really good, but really limited. So it's going to be really cool to see that game with all the voice acting in it. Dragon Age 4 had a little trailer. Mm -hmm. A little teaser. And then what was that other big untitled Mass Effect game? That I am surprised by. Kind of. I hope it's good, is all I can say, because I love the original Mass Effect trilogy. Or Season is the one that I was thinking of. It had, like, a really cool cel-shaded art style, and you're, like, riding a bike. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did that did look cool. Yeah. Just seemed like some yeah. really cool, like, story-driven, nar- like, adventure narrative games. Definitely. So Definitely. Pretty stuff. Oh, uh, and I've seen a lot of people playing back for blood and they're really enjoying it that's cool yeah that that looks super cool the the cool thing about that is it's introducing like a card system so before you go into matches you pick a deck of cards and it has each one has like different stats hmm. so that way each team kind of goes in with different groups so it's random each time so they're trying to find a way to just kind of randomize the way you do the you know the same level oh that's cool like a like almost like a roguelike yeah I, I, it reminds me of what was the star wars game that just uh battlefront or whatever hmm. mm. yeah they had like a card system where you could like um have different stats on different mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. um so I, i'm interested to see more gameplay with the card mechanics oh one more thing on the cards uh the, the bad guys also get cards so um, when when the level starts, you could have to fight a big monster right in the beginning based on the cards. Oh, that's cool. Overall, a fun show. This is the first time I watched it from uh, front to back because I was waiting for my copy of Cyberpunk to come in the mail. But <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good, uh, overall pretty good show. Um, I think, I know it's weird, but I think, Award shows make me nervous for some reason, and just having him by himself just made it more comfortable for me. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> but interesting. Yeah, I uh, think all award stuff should be digital now. Yeah, it, it was fun uh, chatting with you guys in the Discord as we watched it too. Yes, yes all I sorts know. of goofs. What was that Pokemon Go uh, wobbler something? Yeah, wobbler or Wubu Watch or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> I forgot all about the Wubu Watch or whatever it is. That was great. Yeah, was. that was great. 
that that Discord link is in the Twitter bio. Yeah. Jeff Keeley is a he is an excellent MC. I will give it to him. Oh yeah. He he He's rolls great. with the punches so well. Yep. Because mm-hmm. they had like a I don't know if they did it on purpose or what, but like one of the graphics, like the three D graphics on stage was tweaked out and he was like in the middle of it and mm. he just was joking about it and he was like, I don't know what's going on, but he, you yeah, know, here we go. It was good. It's a good show. He's a, a great personality in in the world of video games. Yeah. Yep. If you mm-hmm. don't follow him, I recommend it. Yeah. We're running a little long here at the the beginning of the show, but that's okay. Don't worry. It's New Year. It's New Year. I'm going to trim it all up. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. <laughs> I'm not worried about it, Nolan. Not worried indeed at all. Uh, game of the show. We got three games to talk about here. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, Her Story, and Paradise Killer. Mm. As Eric mentioned, three extremely different video games. <laughs> Very. Um. I can start because looking at the production notes, I'm first in the list. So, Star Wars Squadrons. Let me tell you about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I played it a long time ago. I actually, so my my idea was to pick a, a shortish game and have it wrapped up by the time Cyberpunk came out so I could spend the rest of the month playing Cyberpunk. Yep. I do remember a lot about this game because I took meticulous notes. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is published by EA, of course, developed by Motive Studios which is a Canadian developer based in, uh, or sorry, uh, is a Canadian video game developer and a studio of electronics arts based in Montreal. Less than 100 people work here. So I would say a smallish studio in the uh, AAA, uh, AAA world. Um, I had my eyes on this game back when it was announced. Was this an E3 announcement, Nolan? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was. I, I think it was a E3 announcement, and they were like, "Hey, this is coming out later this year." It was kind of a stealth drop, like it, they announced it. And it came out right, right, pretty, re, uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, it was announced June fifteenth, so it was during their EA Play live event uh, for E3. So, yeah, and then it came out a couple months later. On Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC, October 2nd to be exact. And it's a $40 game. So, you know, that kind of sets your expectations a little bit. That's going to be a little bit smaller of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's cool with me. If they were making a cool Star Wars flight sim game, I'm down. Because yeah. I loved all those Rogue Squadron games. Yeah. Uh, going back to the N64, Rogue Squadron 1 and 2. Was there and a then Oh, I'm pretty sure there was. Oh man, I only played the first one. Oh, Rogue Squadron Two was Rogue was Rogue Leader, the GameCube one. Ah, which was great. I loved it. The only like flighty Star Wars game I played. I'm trying to think what it was. Is like the very first PC game we had growing up. Yeah, it could have been uh, Tie Fighter or X Wing, or one of one of those guys. Uh, was it Rebel Assault? <laughs> Ooh. It might have been Rebel Assault. It, you start out in like the canyon. Yeah, that's Rebel Assault. It's super nice. hard. That one is a what's it called when they film video? Oh, don't you worry, I'll be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be oh, yeah. be covered in. Uh, it's each stage is like a you're either like flying behind your ship, 
doing in the cockpit doing like a shooting range thing you don't really fly around besides like a limited amount of uh range dodging uh, canyon objects or whatever um it was a hard game very hard but uh really cool for mm. my young star wars brain you know, nice yeah, I definitely played, uh, I don't know which one. There's X-Wing, TIE Fighter. There's X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. There's X-Wing Alliance. There's a bunch of uh, mm-hmm. those LucasArts uh, space simulation type games back yeah. in the day. I played a lot of TIE Fighter. Nice, nice. Are, are all of these considered canon? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, well, since, I mean, since the, the buyout, no, I think all the all the stuff besides the movies are what some they have some other category or something like that. Because like it's made by Lucas Arts. Well, uh, yeah. So I think S- uh, Squadrons now is, uh, but the stuff before I th- has been jettisoned to the deep, <laughs> the, the deepest <laughs> the, part of space. the deepest parts of space. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the rough story here is that uh, there is a character on the Imperial side that defects to the rebels because he doesn't like the uh, what the Imperials are doing by you know slaughtering hundreds of thousands of people and I all that stuff. I don't know how you get involved <laughs> with the Empire to begin with if that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know they they've never really covered uh, that part at all. Um, so yeah, he defects. Uh, and then the rebels develop a, a super weapon based on Death Star tech that is just like a gigantic tractor beam of a ship. So it's made to like pull in, um, damn, what are the big, the big Imperial ships called? Star Destroyers? Yeah. Star Destroyers. So they can't jump to like hyperspace and stuff like that. Um, so you're helping with that. Uh, and then of course, now that this guy has defected to the Imperial side, um, he, she, he has an adversary that is a Lieutenant on the Imperial side and you play as, um, a character on each side of the rebel or Imperial force. Uh, you're essentially, a a character with minimal voice lines <laughs> while you're flying your ship around and the story's playing out in front of you. Yeah. Um, there's about 14 campaign missions. Um, the first two are just tutorials, which are extremely long and boring. Um, there's a lot of just flying and dialogue between your squad mates being chattered over your comms that are just, just terrible, Mm -hmm. just terrible (laughs) dialogue. Um, and then there is between missions moments where you can walk around the, the ship a little bit. Well, not walk around. It's not even the correct term. It's more of like a point and click around and talk to your different, um, squad mates. Also terrible. Uh, I, I eventually quit doing those all together just cause the dialogue was so eye rolly and bad. And I shared a couple of clips with you guys in the, uh, in the discord again, mm-hmm. link, link in the bio with some terrible, <laughs> terrible dialogue moments. Uh, and then you get your mission briefing and then you go back out in the space. 
So, I mean, that stormtrooper you shared, he uh, he just had a hard day, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Had a throat yeah. thing going on. Yeah, he's he, he says he's been in, like, multiple spaceship wrecks and, like, uh, 75% of his body is, you know, bio or, like, mechanical. And he coughs and wheezes and his mask is all broken. And, you know, they show the character. And I was like, this guy's going to be pretty cool. But his dialogue was just dog shit, pretty much. Um, So... It takes maybe a good five or six missions for the game to really pick up and, and get going and to be interesting, which is far, far too long for a game of this brevity. Um, and it, like each one just introduces like more and more mechanics, uh, which the mechanics are great, but it takes like far too long yeah. to do that, especially when you have two full prologue missions that are like, maybe half an hour to 45 minutes each. Like the missions are pretty long in this game. Yeah, they were. Um, I, I played the first, the first one and it was yeah. surprisingly long. Yeah. To start out, I picked like the third to highest difficulty, um, which for that, that first four to five missions um, was good. It was fun. It was pretty challenging. But then s- soon as you hit like the start of act two, that, difficulty ramps up to high high hell uh and soon as like somebody's behind you like i there's no way that i was experienced enough uh to lose them so i would pretty much die instantly so after a a little bit of futzing around with that and trying to you know step my game up i just couldn't do it so i dropped the difficulty back down and then it's just far too easy which was kind of a bummer um the gameplay is like super deep you can make micro adjustments to your shields, your engines, your lasers, you divert your power between all of them, which is a really cool touch. Um, depending on your ship, you can adjust where the location of your shield is focused. If it's all front focused, like if you're attacking a large ship, a capital ship or mm-hmm. something like that, you can move your shield to the back. And as you're flying away from it, you switch it to the rear. So there's all sorts of like cool technical uh, gameplay elements that make like the gameplay like really really deep mm-hmm. just the difficulty didn't for me didn't align to be good enough at that where I could get by or just get com- completely murdered which links up to how the multiplayer works out <laughs> too because uh did some multiplayer missions and got absolutely destroyed yeah we uh we played this together Yep. And it was really fun um, when we were doing the offline and then we did an online and, <laughs> and got so smoked. Um, yeah. I think uh, it there's you really benefit from playing in a squad because there's different roles for different ships. So. If you had like a group that you were just playing with all the time, this game would be a freaking blast. Yeah. Diving back to the campaign a little bit. The last four missions were really, really cool. Uh, You're jumping back and forth between rebels and Imperials and you're essentially in the same area, but you're getting closer and closer to this planet that is exploding. Um, So like the, yeah, just each each one you're getting closer and closer. So like the, at first, like this planet is like really far in the distance, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool that it's out there. Um, just because the environments and graphics in this game are typically really, really 
cool and fleshed out and the art is great. The graphics are really cool. Um, and normally it's like nothing you're ever interacting until like this last kind of big set piece, which feels very similar to the movies when they have like those big set pieces at the end, especially like in my mind, I recently watched rogue one. So I was comparing it to that when there's the battle going on on the ship where they're trying to steal the plans, but the battle in space at the same time. Um, so it really felt like that grand type of star Wars narrative at the end of the game. I just kind of wish that stuff would have been fleshed out a little bit more Yeah. in, in throughout the entire campaign. Right. Um, I think my last couple notes here, uh, there was a patch that came out, uh, for the Xbox Series X that added a performance mode where you could do 4K 120 and I messed around like toggling that back and forth. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That made everything seem much smoother compared to to 60 frames per second. Um so it was a cool little nice. little touch. Like it was it was noticeable upgrade changing the frames. Nice. Like I would just slow p- p- plant slow pan around when I was uh, just loading into a mission and toggle between the 4k 60 and the 4k 120 mm-hmm. um, and just like the backgrounds and the environment like just looked and felt so much smoother so this is the first time i've really experienced like a big difference like that with uh some of the the new console stuff so that was cool nice is is each mission a different ship so how does the ship stuff work so is it just multiplayer no, not necessarily. So the first, I want to say maybe half of the campaign, you are locked to a specific ship. And then depending on the mission in the later ones, you can choose between ships. And you can also change ships between... Oh, sorry, you can change ships in the mission. Um, so you can dock back to the Star Destroyer or whatever the Rebel capital ship is and mm-hmm. change out your ship based on the objective. Just because they are long, like they would frequently change. So like some, there was one where there was like a base floating above this planet, and you had to take out all of its communications. So you had to do a bunch of like Y-wing bombing runs, and then the the Empire would show up. Uh, so then you know, then it's more dogfighting. So you, you could change to like an X-wing or an A-wing or something like that. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. Um, yeah, and then the, the loadouts like, really- are sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I saw they released some like newer ships. Mm. Yeah, the, those newer ships are, uh, as far as I know, multiplayer only. But um, the the loadouts, you can also change on what uh, type of engines you have, what type of lasers you have, missiles, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think that stuff plays out far more in multiplayer than it does the campaign because they kind of load one out for you and they're like, this is what we would recommend. And I'm like, well you know, I need to get these objectives finished. So, mm-hmm. you know, probably just stick with the recommended one. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different type of stuff. So the, I mean, the gameplay is really deep between the campaign and the multiplayer. There's like yeah. a huge amount of customization. Um, like I said, I just wasn't able to tweak any of the, the systems enough or the loadouts enough to not get my ass completely handed to me in the campaign or, multiplayer in the dogfight or fleet battle mode. Yeah. It definitely seems like you have to spend some time with it, figuring out all the ins and outs. Cause we only played a couple rounds and it was like, mm-hmm. 
the stuff you unlock for each ship seems to drastically change um yeah like your focus so yeah it's pretty cool yeah i got it on, i did get it on sale uh i think it was like 16 to 20 dollars yeah. i'm 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 happy paying that price for it it was fun yeah it's uh i had a i had fun with the little i played i i just played a little bit with you guys and i really would like to go back and i'll probably eventually get to the campaign and just do it and it's star wars so you know you get you just get me a little star wars track and um get get me in a, <laughs> a ship and i'm like whoo my uh my nostalgia is going yeah i think the campaign could have been it it's good the later the last half is good the last half is good and and fun uh like i said at, at the beginning it just kind of really drags on for far too long um and just skip the the story stuff. You'll get enough of it as you're flying around. Uh, so that that was, those would be my recommendations. I will say, Nolan, yep. having just uh, binged all the movies, best part on those prequels is mm. the soundtracks are so good. Oh yeah, man, soundtracks are Star good. Wars in general. It's just mm-hmm. the sound or the music is amazing. But, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't touch on any of that stuff. The the music and sound effects are yeah. top notch in the game. Nice. Um, and it takes place after The Last Jedi. I don't know how far, but it's definitely between... Because uh, they're talking about... They talk about how the Empire is setting up for like the First Order oh, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Cool. Um, I can go next here. Yeah. Uh, played a little title called Her Story. Uh, Her Story is an interactive film video game similar to some rebel assault. Um, it was written and directed by Sam Barlow. It's released June 24th, 2015 for windows, Mac iOS. And then the following year on Android. Um, it's a gameplay. It's pretty unique. It's a interactive film game, which, um, was somewhat popular, but never caught on with games. (laughs) And I wonder why. Yeah. But some of the I just looked up some of the older interactive film games and yeah, Rebel Assault's one of the big ones. Um, Dragon's Lair and Space Ace um, because those are animated, but they're animated sequences that you interact with, similar to like a movie. Um, those are huge. Dragon Dragon's Lair in particular, just being an arcade game, was like a huge deal. Right. Um, that game was hard. But as then hell. there's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some others that are just kind of like flunky titles. Like there's some horror ones. Um, there is um, a newer one that just came out on the PS4 called like Complex. That's more like it's a movie, and you get two choices. Uh, similar kind of like Detroit and stuff. And I was actually thinking about the gameplay. Um, when newer games come out, people are Jones in so much for like realism. And this is as real as it gets. So the fact that the like these type of like interactive games never caught on makes me see think like newer games need to like really ride that line between realism and like mm. um, like still having a style and substance to them. But this game is this was developed by Sam Barlow, having worked on um, a few Silent Hill games, and. Um, just kind of wanted to make his own thing so he split off 
from a company called Climax Studios and kind of got this game, I believe it was crowdfunded. You basically load up the game and you start at a computer terminal. It's like an old Windows computer terminal. You're shown four clips of this lady giving an interview. And that's pretty much all you're told. There is other things on the desktop that there's like some uh, word docs that just kind of tell you what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It's not really, they're not really telling you you have to do anything. You're not supposed to like solve um, this like murder case that's happening, but it kind of seems like you should try and figure out how to solve it. But you're basically just given these clips of this actress um, and her name in the game is Hannah Smith. The first like four clips uh, one of them is basically her saying, like, I think I need to talk to my lawyer. So at that point, you're like, oh, shit, like a murder happened. I need to watch more Eclipse and figure out what happened. So you're just given this terminal and you just type, you basically Google stuff. So you type in, like, the word murder and it pulls up, it only pulls up five videos at a time, but it pulls up five videos of any time this uh, uh, woman, Hannah Smith, said the word murder so it's like the stenographer went through all these interviews and like wrote out scripts so you're basically looking through all this dialogue and trying to piece together what happened cool which is super fun i there is a little section where you have to like you can catalog stuff and you can put your own like keywords in and you can add it to like your personal selection but i didn't find myself um doing that much at the end i was doing it a lot in the beginning and trying to figure out how this like story pieced together and i was trying to figure out at what point she slips up and she admits that she murdered somebody Ooh. um but then that's not really what the point of it is hannah smith is basically brought in because her husband went missing at some point and then later he has found dead and so you're kind of like trying to figure out how he died and she gets into her past a lot and like i think halfway through the game she started mentioning another character called eve and then you're like why is she bringing up this eve character so then you search the word eve and you kind of find out she has an identical twin Mm. so that's where it like really like took a twist for me and i was like oh this is a very interesting story Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. And then when you look back through the tapes, you notice that the character is kind of wearing different (laughs) outfits and one of the characters has a tattoo on her arm. So you can't really tell if you're interviewing Hannah or if you're interviewing Eve at this point. Huh. So I thought that was really cool twist in this because you are kind of going through the lens of these videos that someone gave you. You don't get to like interact with her as she's doing the interview. So you're kind of like investigating just like a mystery through like tapes and doing research. Yeah, basically you're you're basically like sitting down at those old like computers at the library and you're like looking through old like news articles essentially. But this is like interviews from her from like 90, I want to say it's like 94 to 96. So it's a, a big chunk of interviews that she did. And you're just trying to figure out what happened in this um, woman Hannah's life that kind of works with the murder of her husband. Mm. And I didn't get 
I, I finished the game. It kind of clocks out at like two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to like all the little juicy bits, but I kind of read up on it to figure out like what was actually happening. You are kind of given clues that she has an identical twin, um, but you don't know if she actually does have identical twin. It kind of sa- sounds like she has a split personality. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Her parents were killed from like food poisoning when she was younger. And she also talks about how her parents and her used to pick mushrooms and her parents would tell her which ones were poisonous. And so like the result of her parents' death was poison. Mm. And so then it's later, you kind of think that she poisoned her husband and there's a bunch of other stuff um, that kind of leads to that too. Um, But then you kind of figure out that her identical twin has actually been sleeping with her husband so that's when it gets real crazy (laughs) yeah sounds like (laughs) Uh, yeah but you still don't know like it's kind of hard to tell who's who in the interviews at times Mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard to tell who's telling Hmm. the truth or um what the backstory on her actually like sleeping with her husband was um but it sounded like from the thing i read was like he uh, they kind of their marriage kind of fell apart, and he goes to like a bar because he was always at the pub, and he kind of interacts with her sister and becomes infatuated with her. Mm. And his wife Hannah had a miscarriage, and supposedly Eve, um, during the affair, is able to uh, birth a child named uh, Sarah. Oh, so then, like when you start learning that kind of stuff, you start searching the word Sarah a bunch and then she mentions daughter and then you can kind of start picking apart who is who mm-hmm. in the interviews um, and then basically at the end of the game you you clock out at two hours and you're actually given like an AOL instant messenger prompt on the screen that you click on mm-hmm. and it's the whatever the detective is and he's like hey have you found out enough about your parents that you're done Oh. Going back through all these tapes and trying to figure out what happened to your parents. Interesting. So I thought that was very, 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 very cool way to tell this crazy story. And I still don't even know if there was twins mm-hmm. or if she was just kind of bipolar and telling these crazy yeah. stories and actually had so, a kid. Uh, uh, yeah. Is this like a multiple yeah. ending kind of game or is it just like. No, a, it, that's that's you just play through and then like you're you get like the story. Yeah, you just you just play through, and I didn't know if adding like the selected videos to my like timeline mm. helped move the story along, like the ending where it tells you like you're the daughter, basically. Right. Um, I don't think it does. Huh. I think it just kind of hits a point at two hours. That's like, are you done? And then you yet say yes or no. <laughs> cool. But you can always go back and still like watch all the other videos. But the only way to watch the videos is you have to search terms. Oh, so, so you could like, so if you didn't like pick up on a term, you you could miss like some of the content. I missed the whole section of not. I got the identical twin thing like kind of in the middle, okay. which was super fun. But I kind of missed um, him having an affair with a twin. That's I couldn't figure. I couldn't figure out how to get that. Oh, interesting. Cool. <laughs> Even though I even though I typed in words like fair and all this other stuff. Did you type in sex? <laughs> oh, I typed in sex. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, she says, just, why are you, just check it. Why are you asking me these questions? Or can you even ask me these questions? Stuff like that. Hmm. That sounds cool. Really cool. Yeah, it's super, super fun. I, uh, it, it, it felt like I was playing like a marketing game for like uh, True Detective. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's pretty silly, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Did you, well, sorry. What did, did you play this on PC? Yeah. Did you yeah. say? Okay. Uh, those other interactive film games <laughs> you were talking. I mean, there was like a ton of them back in the day, and they just were not good. No, no, they were not. And I think just a lot of it was the acting was bad. And I think along with this, the other one that we've talked before that tried to at least do something similar was Quantum Break, where they had like the TV series tie into the story not quite exactly the same but yeah it's it's hard because i like we love tv and the stories tv tells and we like video games because they tell stories but then they just don't work together yeah Yeah. and it's it's hard to like mix those two and i think this one does it in a way that you're just watching old tape you're not actually interacting with the people Mm -hmm. so i'm not i'm not Mm -hmm. getting um I'm not telling her that she has to like love her husband or not love her husband, you know? Right. Huh? So yeah, that's, it's interesting. Cause I, the, I was watching another one that's on PlayStation four. It's like called the complex and it's straight up just super cheesy. You pick, well, the, the filming looks awesome, but then you're just literally like, who, just, who do you want to save? And then like the dialogue shows up and you just wait for the timer to click down. You yeah. Know? Mm. I, I think it's cool how they did it. Like, you're not interacting with a story like choosing character um motivations but you're accessing like clip video clips like through research that's a really interesting Mm. way of doing it yeah definitely i feel like you could make like a really cool like detective game that way Mm -hmm. yeah I'll, i'll send you this other one that got like pretty big praise too it's uh called late shift um and it's 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 supposed to be like pretty good it's got good reviews on steam but um yeah i don't know this whole this type of genre just never kind of stuck it 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 turned i think it turned into like the until dawns and the uh, yeah. heavy rains for video right. games i think uh what was the sega that there was like the cd, CD. add-on uh yeah was that it? I think I think when that came out, uh, and like PlayStation One, when they started being able to put stuff on disc, that's what I remember. A lot of those yeah. really popping. It would be up. a good uh, no clip stock to just like the history of FMV games. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Cinema, yeah. Cinema suggestion. Yeah. There's a. I might do that. There's a later episode of Community where they play a board game that has a uh, VHS component, and they have to they have to constantly <laughs> pause and rewind it. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember those being a thing, I too. I remember that, too. Cool, man. That sounds like a really interesting game. I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's two hours. You don't even have to, like, play the full two hours if you didn't want. You can just watch a few of the clips and get the I, idea. I, I feel like I would have a fun time playing it with Cody. Um, we wa- we watched mm-hmm. that Netflix Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it. but mm-hmm. Bandersnatch? Yeah, Bandersnatch. And it was really fun just like watching it and like choosing our path together and stuff like that. So I feel like this mm-hmm, would be mm-hmm. even better of an experience. I, I think we played that for at least like two hours. Like we kept 
trying to get different ends. Yeah, Bandersnatch? which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. I, I, it kind of got panned, but I thought it was like a really, like neat little experience and a pretty decent little sci-fi story. So yeah, I wonder if I can play this game on my Apple TV. Uh-oh. That would be cool. I'd recommend. That would be cool. Yeah, Haley was kind of. Um, I'll kind of say I did have a snack for this game. <laughs> um, and it is just me waking up, making a pot of coffee, and pretending I'm a detective. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Didn't have a cigarette at the same time? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, oh, these tapes are getting to me. <laughs> where does, she, sl- where does not, she slip up? There is not an Apple TV version. iPad and iPhone. Might be able to mirror it to my TV, though. Did you have to do a lot of typing? Interesting. What? No, you literally just type one word in, and then it shows you five videos. You click on the video. They could be anywhere from like two seconds long to like two minutes long. You know. Cool. Hmm. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, did I had like a really it? good time. Would you recommend it? The one I I know I ruined it, but the the twist the oh, twist okay. really got me back into it. Yeah. Because it is slow at first. You're like, what am I trying to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a good yep. twist. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I think I'll still play it. I've heard nothing but I've heard nothing but good shit about it, so mm-hmm. wait a year and you might forget about the ending. I will probably by the time I get <laughs> to it, I probably will. <laughs> it probably will be a year. Yeah. I recommend that they make more like tight little yeah. experiences like this and not yeah. try and make it a full T V show. So he did do another one <laughs> after this called Telling Lies, I think. Oh yeah, I did look that up on the list. I didn't um, That was his game he made after um her story. And it it has four characters instead of from what I remember when it came out that it didn't have the same impact that the her story did, but mm. uh, I don't I did I never really looked into it that all that much. But if you're hungry for more Maybe you try and look at that. <laughs> yeah. I think it has some bigger named actors in it too, doesn't it? It does. It has a dude in it that I've seen in some movies. Um, Logan Marshall. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall looks, Green. And then... He looks like a discount Tom Hardy, right? He does look like a discount <laughs> Tom Hardy. He's in Prometheus. Um, yeah. The, and The Invitation, which is a fantastic thriller oh we watched that mm. cool cool yeah um i played a game called paradise killer it is a um open world adventure mystery game developed by kaizen Gameworks. you play as lady love dies a exiled detective who returns to paradise island to investigate the murder of the island council uh Mm. which sounds like some gibberish uh but uh (laughs) it's a game about a bunch of demigods trying to perfect to perfect paradise and Mm. it keeps getting corrupt by demons so they destroy the island and reset um your character at some point in her life uh becomes like the island detective and uh, she uh, befriends a demon and some shit happens and she gets it like destroys the island and she gets exiled for three million days. <laughs> and uh, you start in your like exiled palace. Basically, it's, it's 
kind of every all the architecture in this game is like gaudy gold and marble each god is like from a different like um i guess mythology you could say um none of them is any i've heard of really but like all the architecture is kind of like a hodgepodge of um all the different like mythologies which is kind of cool um yeah so you you live in like this like pyramid on like floating over the island and the judge calls you um to come back to the island and find out what has happened and from there it is just like a you kind of just walk around and explore like the island looks like looks kind of like a like miami beach with big monolithic structures in the background so it's just kind of it's just a weird vibe <laughs> um but it's really cool like it's a interesting looking place and the art style is like vaporwave if you are familiar with that oh yeah so it's mm-hmm. like lots of pinks and blues and the soundtrack is like synth pop jazz which is pretty sweet um cody made me turn it off really fast <laughs> she's only because um you collect cassette tapes and that expands your list of songs so you start with like four tracks and mm-hmm. the same song kept coming on over and over so she was like yeah. she's like you gotta stop this and i was like I can't. you're not feeling the pop jazz what's the problem yeah what the, what the hell's going on here? um yeah and then um so once you get to the island you're you're just kind of like um, revisiting all of the locals, um, all the people who have yet to move to the next island. So it's like a bu- all these gods that you're talking to, and there's like a doctor. It's, you know, like if you get rid of the god um, flavor, it's just really you're just visiting like architects and doctors and, sh- and soldiers and cops and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, you just kind of walk around and talk to them and, figure out what's going on and then I haven't completed it's actually pretty long I think but um mm. or it seems like it there's a ton of dialogue and story um so I didn't want to try to just cram it through uh because I am enjoying it but it's like reading a book you know it's one of those kind of games yeah I, I all I've seen is screenshots of it uh-huh and it the screenshots kind of remind me of like the romance games yeah it it did it, where you're like interacting with people. It has like a very interactive narrative game kind of as like style, especially when you're talking to all the individual people. It's funny because um, there's no like models of them; they're just flat 2D images. So like you'll walk around and they'll just kind of rotate around with you. It's definitely got mm. this like just really charming lo-fi um art style to it um and everyone is like super sexy like the doctor oh the doctor (laughs) has like a mohawk and he's got ripped abs and he's he wears his like doctor's jacket but no shirt and he's got robot arms and he's kind of posing with like his arms behind his bed so he's like really like pumping his chest out (laughs) (laughs) it's good nice it's good um it's cool because like i could they could do this like more linearly and they really just let you kind of like you can go to the scene of crime if you want you can talk to whoever you want right at first you can sneak into like an 
area, which is what I did. I, I snuck into like a quarantine area and found out all this shit, which opens up all this extra dialogue. And um, it would have been, I could have easily seen them making you kind of just like go through it um, one step at a time. And it's nice that they kind of let you figure it out on your own. But it's basically just like a Batman detective mode, like open world. Mm. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. What's the actual like, is it first person until you interact with someone or is it third person? <clears throat> it's all, like, it's all first person um, and then like flat 2D art dialogue sections. It's like you just picking. Okay. Like when you go to talk to someone, it's just like when they're talking, their art comes on screen. And when you're talking, your girl comes on screen. So. And then you just kind of pick the dialogue and figure out like you're trying to like establish motives and uh, time timetables and stuff like that. And then there's a couple characters who are helping you, but they also seem like they're they don't want to. They're trying to help you, but also like uh, pass the blame onto someone else kind of thing, you know, like or like Mm -hmm. lead you in a like maybe a wrong direction. Dang, Why didn't you guys tell me we were doing mystery games this month i didn't <laughs> i didn't realize that uh her story was a mystery game i didn't i didn't either i had no idea what the actual plot of the game was mm. fair, enough. Uh, fair enough paradise killer has been games like ace attorney and dagon rampa if you guys have ever heard of those oh gotcha mm. so yep. yep yeah it's like a visual novel exploration game it's really cool yeah people love those like eight the ace series yeah yeah this game has like such great anime aesthetic like the whole time i'm playing it i was like i'd watch the show oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it's kind of it's cool like the the world is just so um like the juxtaposition between like miami apartment buildings with like giant golden skulls and marble like crying um statues in the background is just really interesting and like fun to walk around and you can go pretty much anywhere. Like you can climb on all the buildings. I found like car tracks on the roof and I don't know how, why there's a Cadillac on a roof of a, of a multi, <laughs> like a multiplex building, but uh, you're asking too many, too many questions. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> what are you a detective? I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the game that I want, like Detroit become human to be, you know, like, mm. Or like the bat, like Batman investigation mode, you know, like mm-hmm. it. It's it's not just like a small section of the game; it is like the full game, and it is like rewarding you for doing, like actually finding those things. Like like when we were playing, I think I was talking about it in when we were playing Detroit Become Human. I'm like, I love the investigation shit. I wish this was the full game, and Paradise Killer is kind of that. So. Mm. I don't think the aesthetic is for everyone. Like I, I feel like it's a little overbearing at first because it's just like you literally jump out of your prison onto the islands. Like you fall, like, I don't know, like from an airplane to earth. It's pretty cool. And then they're just like, you, you, you meet your friend and you talk about like what's been going on since you've been gone or exiled. And then, um, Uh, They're just like, all right, go do it. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of meander around and find uh, whiskey and (laughs) blood crystals. And uh, they don't really tell you what to do. So it took me a little bit to get going just because I was like, 
I, I just like started exploring and I was getting things and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And then, but now that I've like talked to everyone and, um, things are kind of like the story is making a little more sense. Um, I'm, I'm, it's clicking for me now, but nice. I could easily see people play like open it up and be like, what the fuck is this game? And just bounce <laughs> off immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Did you say what you played it on? Sorry. I, I I've been playing it on switch. Oh, okay. Which has been great because since Cody can't handle the sweet jazz, music, <laughs> I, I can play it with a headphone. on yeah. handheld, And it's the art style is like super basic, like geometry, like, Almost looks like a like if you were to take like PlayStation One or PlayStation Two graphics and kind of just like update it and make it mm. like run smoothly. This could be a PlayStation Two game, you know. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, when they did the Halo One remaster. That's <laughs> well, that's what it kind of looks like. Yeah, as far as like the yeah. the graphical fidelity. I'm, oh I'm yeah, at for sure. Some screenshots it's, right now. It's funny because like you come across a murder scene and like you you find a knife stuck in like some marble or something and then yeah. the knife is like extremely big and i was like this is just reminds me of playing like like old school zelda and like or like a playstation 2 game where like mm-hmm. all the objects in the game are like obviously big because there's not enough fidelity for you to see something small <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah it's pretty nice it's pretty fun though i like if you just want like a weird ass like mystery game like mm-hmm. this is a good place to go for sure. Uh, it's got a, a, a 10 out of 10 on Steam, 91% on PC Gamer, and a 9 out of 10 on IGN. It's good. Story's good. Some hot I mean, reviews. The story is really interesting. I do like, I'm just looking at screenshots, but I do like one of the characters' name is Dr. Doom Jazz. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a, that's a sexy doctor. All their names are really, really just wild and good. Like, I could see if you ever if you ever read American Gods um or seen the show it's got similar vibes to that like cool yeah man it's a good game nice i uh need to finish it i kind of took a break um to play cyberpunk and <laughs> didn't we all i popped i popped back in um but then i just got too busy so i thought i was gonna have so much time this break and i had zero time yeah <laughs> but yeah. your house is done so house is basically we are in the house, so that's great. It's a good start. Yep. Um, one thing I just just back to Cyberpunk for a hot second. Oh boy, <laughs> we forgot to mention that they completely delisted it off the PlayStation Store. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's fucking crazy. It is crazy. So you can you can buy a physical copy at other retailers, but you can't buy it direct from Sony anymore. <laughs> that's nuts. Blows my mind that we're. They're even in this situation. For the month of January 2021, we are going to play Grindstone by Cappy Games. Woo! You smash creeps to get huge combos and earn precious grindstones in Cappy's hit puzzle battler. Cash in your grindstones, craft new gear, and overcome devious enemies, obstacles, and boss encounters as you conquer Grindstone Mountain's 200-plus levels. Improve your power S on the Daily Modes leaderboards. It's out on Switch mac os and the ios uh this came out uh, exclusively as an apple arcade um game excuse me uh and just came out was on switch in october or november recently december wasn't it december i can't keep track anymore 
<laughs> it was recently. Okay. It was re- it was recently. Definitely it was recently. Uh do you guys have a, an idea what you're gonna play on? Switch? Uh probably switch. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look and see, check and compare which one it was to on, play it on. Yeah. I've been really excited to play this game since it launched on Apple Arcade. I don't mm-hmm. have any sort of Apple products that I own, mm. so mm. I was like, bummer. And yeah. then uh, now it's on Switch, so. Stoked. Yeah. Also, um, a a puzzle Tetris game sounds real chill right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I don't think we've, I can't think of a puzzle game we've played on here. There might be some I'm forgetting, but. I don't think we've played a. I don't think we've played anything like this before on the podcast. This, this could no. be a, a new, a whole new world for us in 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, playing a mobile game, but... Technically? Technically, you played a mobile game last month, too. It's true. Ooh. I think we played another one as well. Uh, isn't Kentucky Route Zero on I was going to say Kentucky Route Zero oh, is yeah. also mobile. Yep. But it didn't start out that way. But Right. right. Cool. Sweet. Anything else to add? guys nope play uh her story play paradise killer i don't know about squadrons <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to play it you don't have to play it. i would say uh you could skip it if you wanted to yeah. but if you want a little star wars uh space sim shoot em up you could you could play it yeah yeah definitely or not if, or if you got a, some buddies and you're like we need we want to multiplayer it up that's a little different from like we need to break it up from Fortnite. Check it out. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Well, uh, that's a wrap for our December 2020 episode um, where we all brought our own games. Um, if you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Get that 2021 New Year resolution done and in the bag. You could do it when you hear this episode. You make the resolution. You do it. You check it off the box. Send us any feedback to videogamerations at gmail.com. We want to know what you think about the show, what you thought about the games we played, what games you want to play in the future. You can find us on Twitter at videogamerations and then the uh, much advertised Discord where you can find the link in our bio, our Twitter bio. And we'll see you guys in January of next year. Yeah. See you next year. Well, even though we're recording this in <laughs> January. In it. But, in you it. know, it, we'll see you in the January episode. That's right. Of 2020.